What's up, boxing fans? This is Sides of Boxing with your host, JJ Sermon. In this podcast, JJ gives an in-depth analysis of nearly every fight, from undercards to main events. Now, let's get into the ring. What's up, what's up, what's up? So in this episode of Sasa Boxing, I'm going to get into two important fights. One of them was with Luis Colazzo versus Kadrutilo Abdul Karakova and the big unification fight with Arthur Bedeviev versus Alexander Vostik. So let's get straight into it. Luis Colazzo came into this fight with 39 wins, seven losses with 20 KOs and Kadrutilo Abdul Karakovov came into this fight 16 wins, 0 losses, and 9 KOs. And this is for the welterweight division. It was a 10-round fight. And Kajutilo did exactly what he was supposed to do. He was a younger fighter. He came into this fight as the mandatory fighter for Errol Spence and his IBF belt. So pretty much he was just staying busy fight due to Earl Spence having the car accident. So he just, he just came into this fight, fought a good veteran, and he did a very good job. He, he won pretty much almost every round except for, I would say, the second or maybe third. But other than that, man, he dominated the fight. He did a fantastic job proving that he's a good fighter. And, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to how he's going to fight against. Because he has a kind of awkward style. So I like how he would do. He, he's a very good uh, puncher. He has a strong right hand. And he has a good heart. So, I'm excited to see what he does in the future, especially in 2020, 2021, to see whether or not he gets that mandatory fight soon or fight another good competitor to keep proving that he deserves to get that mandatory shot against Earl Spence. So that's all I have to say about that fight. It was really good, very entertaining, very one-sided. Cairo did his job. So now let's get into the main event fight which was with Arthur Berabiev versus Alexander Vostik. Arthur Berabiev came into this fight with 14 wins, zero losses, and 14 KOs in this campaign. So he has knocked out every single person in his professional since he's been a professional and alexander vostic came into this fight with 17 wins zero losses and 13 ko's and this is for the light heavyweight division this was a 12 rounder and this one was for two belts Arthur Bedeviev had the IBF light heavyweight title and Alexander Vostik had the WBC and lineal light heavyweight title. So this was a unification fight in the light heavyweight division, which meant that two belts are on the line and that is very important. So this fight started off going exactly how I think a lot of people expected with Alexander Vostik doing a great job keeping the distance and when round one happened, there was something that was very interesting because in round one, Vosik slipped, but it was called a knockdown when it happened. And it pretty much was like a big shift that it felt like it was about to happen because it felt like Vosik was going to have to really fight to catch up on the scorecards. Because if you go down 10-8 the first round, you got to catch up. The same thing would happen with Dervinchenko when he went down in the first round against GGG, you already have to catch yourself back up. 
And so they all felt that it wasn't a knockdown. The judges, everyone kind of felt like it wasn't a knockdown. So they went back to the, I guess, whoever was a coordinating the fight, they went back to them and they changed the ruling and said that it wasn't a knockdown, which was very good. And then they just, Teddy Atlas told his his boxer, which is Vostick, that, hey, look, man, they changed it. It's not a knockdown anymore. So just fight, man. And I liked how Teddy Atlas, he's such a great uh, trainer. He told him, don't lose concentration and don't go against the ropes against Better BF because Better BF, like I said, he knocked out everyone he has fought in his professional campaign. So this guy has power and he showed it in the amateurs as well. And so after round one, round two game, and there was a lot of feints. Vossi did a lot of feinting. Vossi was moving around the ring. He was doing a very good job of not getting on the ropes, definitely doing some good jabs. And I thought it, he was winning those rounds. Around four came. Vossi won by throwing some good combinations, leading with the jab, and he was trying. And I I noticed that Betabiev was eventually like starting to wear down on Vostik, and he was trying to maul Vostik in round four. And it was that's when you noticed that Benavidev had a lot of his tank. Benavidev started going to the body as more rounds kept going on, because like in round round five. Benavidev became extremely rough. And that's one thing that he was doing to Vostek. He was putting his head down. He was definitely doing some tactic, tactics that was going to make Vostek exhausted. And he was throwing good shots that was going to the body and hitting him in solar plex. That was just taking the wind out of Vostek. But also the power upon the punches. Well, you could just tell it was just getting to him round after round. And when it became to round six, it was an exchange of right hands that Vostik and Betaviev did, and it actually hurt Betaviev, and it was a shocker. Everybody was like, oh, because Benavidez's legs looked like it, it like buckled a little bit, and Vostik was trying to kind of capitalize on that, but he really couldn't because Benavidez just came right back and and just kept trying to, like, making sure Vostik knew that he wasn't that hurt to the point where you can knock me down. And so he got out of that, and... Another thing Teddy Alice was telling him is don't don't jab where he can counter you. So make sure you keep your distance when you are throwing the jab. But it is extremely difficult, difficult with Better BF because he has so much power. And most of these rounds, almost every single round, he was pressuring Vostik. So Vostik was always moving. But one thing about Better BF is he never looked like he was tired or exhausted. He would always stay coming forward. Always stay coming forward. Eating, his, eating Vostik punches and keep coming forward. And then in round nine, this is where you started to see, really round seven and eight, you started to see that that it started to really shift because uh, Vosik would throw some nice two-punch combinations with the left-right and to, to pretty much get him out the way of better BF, but it still wasn't enough. And when round nine came, better BF just kicked it up another notch that Vosik couldn't do. And he started doing his two-punch combinations. He started being more aggressive. He started landing a lot more punches. And like I say, he was pushing his head down. And when Vosik was trying to grab hold of Better Viez, looking like that he was a little exhausted, Better Viez would try to uh, push him off of him and start throwing more punches to where the punches and bunches where Vosik really couldn't try to couldn't hold on enough to regain his breath. And that's just due to Better Viev conditioning. His conditioning was really good. And then in round 10, 
there was that was pretty much you can that was pretty much a domination because around ten, Beravieff he he started to throw some shots at Vostic. Vostic slipped, and then but it wasn't called a knockdown. But eventually, Vostic uh, couldn't take any more punches that Beravieff had, and he took a knee on his first knockdown. Then he got a second knockdown few seconds later and then there was a third knockdown and it was a right hand combination and they pretty much just bullied him in the inside and that was pretty much it and they the ref was like no more after that third knockdown and better vf won and he was hyped because now he has the obby of wbc and the lineal light heavyweight title so now he's the big dog in the light heavyweight division and it's a huge deal because the light heavyweight division needs to a uh, needs a face to it and He's definitely making a case for him as being a pound-for-pound fighter due to beat him beating Vostick because Vostick is a very good boxer. And he can beat a lot of people. I believe Vostick can beat Kovalev. So I just think that it's just a testament to how good Beterviev was and how strong he is to get a TKO win against Vostick. So this fight was very entertaining. It was very fun. I'm looking forward to who Beterviev fight next. Uh, Dimitri Bivol talked about he wanted... In a sense, he saw how he looked impressive, and they definitely want to get it going. So I hopefully they can get that unification fight once again in 2020. That would be a huge fight because Dimitri Vyavol is a, definitely a technician. He knows how to move around the ring. Great general ring generalship. He knows how to get in with combinations and get out without getting hit. And so this will be very, very entertaining and I'm looking forward to it. The heavyweight division is becoming more and more entertaining. And I can't wait for that to happen. So that's all I really have to say about this fight. Lastly, I just want to talk about Patrick Day. And send my condolences out to him and his family. Patrick Day did not make it. And it's a very sad moment in the boxing community. Because this is the third death since, I want to say, June or July. So this is definitely just a, a sad season. For boxing but also it's a reality and it's entertainment for us but at the same time these people are putting their life on the line each and every fight so definitely want to make sure i give my respect to him or any boxer that's going into the ring every single fight that's putting their life on the line and i pray that each of you continue to uh, do all you can to make sure you make it home to your families and friends so i just want to say that I respect each and every one of you. And Patrick Day, man, I pray you're in a better place, man. I really thank God for what you've done in the Boston community and how you're going to make sure that your name is never going to be forgotten in the Boston community and in life in general. So thank you. And this concludes this episode of Sides of Boxing. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening all the way to the end. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a positive rating. And tell a friend to tell a friend if they're boxing fans. And I'm going to continue to give out great content each and every week. So be on the lookout for that. As well as big fights coming up with Regis Progress and Josh Taylor. So I'm definitely going to give you all that content. So God bless. See you next week.